Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get you another player profile, this time Jazz Chisholm on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, February 25th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White and a listener named Anthony wanted to hear more about Jazz Chisholm. So let's talk about the Jazzy Boy. He is Awesome. When he's healthy, of course. He last year, 14 home runs, 12 steals while hitting 254 over just 60 games. That is a 35 home run, 30 steal pace over 150 games. The problem, Scott, he only played those 60. Uh, last year it was a stress fracture in his back and a torn meniscus in his knee. He has yet to play at more than 124 games, and now he's being shifted to the outfield. What are your overall thoughts on Jazz Chisholm this season? So others seem to be higher on him than I am. And the main reason I'm not high on him is because the durability issues are pretty, pretty much a bummer for me. And I don't think he's being heavily discounted for them. So, you know, normally, normally you see like Jose Altuve and Marcus Simeon go in the round three range. And, and I love to take him there because there are so few high in second baseman. And then you might see Ozzy Albies go in the round four range, but you don't see Jazz Chisholm that far behind. So you have three dur- highly durable and um, proven players going for what, what seems like a reasonable price tag at the position. And then you have Jazz Chisholm, who's never even, you know, never played even 125 games in a season before. There will probably come a year where he does. Just because he started out injury prone doesn't mean he's going to be that way forever. But it just it just seems like you're whistling past the graveyard to take him presuming, oh, there's going to be no health issues at all based on the track record. So that's that's my own personal approach with Jazz Chisholm this year. If you felt around five, I might think about it, but he rarely does in my drafts, 12 team leagues. And okay. It, and as much as I like him, Scott, Jazz, I didn't. Were you done with your thought? I don't even know if you were. No, I, I was. I was about to pivot to a new thought, but go okay. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so what makes Jazz Chisholm exciting now 
I think the best way to put it, because like, okay, so 14 home runs and 12 steals in 60 games. Like, just pace that out. You're talking potentially a uh, 30, 30 player, 30 homers, 25 steal player, something like that. You like you understand the counting stats, how that works, and and that he's providing that power speed combo that's especially rare up the middle and even rarer at second base. And so I think the best way to sum it up is to look at points per game, head-to-head points per game, which is interesting because you wouldn't even think that's Jazz Chisholm's format. He's a big strikeout guy. Uh, so much of his game is speed. Uh, those players tend to see their value suppressed in points leagues. But uh, this will put it in perspective. So Jose Altuve had the most head-to-head points per game at second base last year, 3.61. And if you eliminate anybody who had fewer than 300 at-bats, the gap between Jose Altuve and number two at the position in head-to-head points per game, which would have been Marcus Simeon, it's the biggest gap at any position other than outfield where Aaron Judge was, of course, on a different planet from everybody else. But if you insert Jazz Chisholm back in, because you allow guys who have uh, fewer than 300 at-bats, suddenly it becomes 3.61 for Altuve versus 3.47 for Chisholm. Much, much closer, and the clear number two at that, even in the format where maybe he's not... Con- the, the format that doesn't seem to be optimized for his skill set. And you might wonder, how is that possible? Well, it's all those home runs and steals. He's made some slight improvements to the strikeout rate down a little bit last year. The walk rate was up. And he crushes the ball. I mean, we don't really see this from second baseman. As hard as he hits the ball, the barrel rate for Jazz Chisholm, it is great. A decision you'll have to make, Scott, and I'm pretty sure you already answered this question, but uh, if anyone's wondering, Ozzy Albies versus Jazz Chisholm, which way are you going? Yeah, I'm going Albies for summed up. I I know Albies had his health issues last year, a couple of broken bones, so kind of fluke occurrences, not, not the kind of things you worry about recurring. Uh, and, and prior to that, he was Teflon in fantasy. Very durable, uh, very consistently high-end production. You do worry a little bit, and I know this is not, we're not breaking down Ozzy Albies here. You do worry a little bit about whether his relatively low quality of contact will play in, as well in this environment since we didn't see a full season of at-bats from him last year. It's still an open question. Um, but what we did see from him came early when it was cold and nobody was hitting. So I just kind of throw out the numbers out, throw those numbers out and start all over with Ozzy Albies. And what I see there is a very strong, durable track record. And I like both of these guys too. Like I'd be fine with either one of them. I, I think I prefer the upside of Jazz and you can get them in the fourth round. So if you start your draft with two hitters and then maybe a starting pitcher, you can get Jazz as your third hitter on your team. You already have that pretty safe floor built in with the two hitters before him. So I I do like to attack it that way if you want Jazz Chisholm on your teams. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again on Monday. Bye-bye.